Welcome to Today on Broadway for Tuesday, January 4th, 2022. I'm Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Aki. And I'm arts and culture writer, Ashley Steves. Y'all, it's Y'all. 2022. <laughs> it is 2022. <laughs> I haven't gotten used to it yet. It's still early days. I mean, we record this the day before, so it's only the third day of January. <laughs> uh, still right in 2021 and sometimes 2020 on a lot of the things that I need to write dates on. So, <laughs> great so far. But we're here. We're here. This is our first show together. This is our first show together. And also, like, I tr- I've i seen, like, everyone doing, like, the memes and the tweets of, like, oh, I'm still writing 2021 on stuff. And I'm like, Always. oh, I actually never even got adjusted to 2021. So yeah. 2022 is very easy <laughs> for me because I'm thinking we skip Just skip ahead. Yeah, that's fine. I'm fine with it. I definitely Boy, wrote 2020 when I was, like, updating my books the other day. And well, my brain just felt broken because not not only was it me thinking that I was in 2020, but that means I was thinking that we just got out of 2019. And it's, it, it really feels like it. But here again, here we are. Here we are. 2022, baby. I'm going to go in with faith and optimism again. Okay. I'm a damn yeah, yep, yep, yep. And this is how I like to live. <laughs> I don't um, know that I'm going in with faith and optimism. Maybe I am today at seven o'clock on Monday night, more than I was <laughs> at ten a.m. on Monday morning. But bit by bit, you know how it is. I really do. I you really do. Nothing left for me. Um, so <laughs> let's start with Broadway news. So Faze okay. Buzan is going to rejoin the Broadway company of Aaron Sorkin's To Kill a Mockingbird in the role of Scout Finch starting January 5th. And, you know, she's already she's previously been an, an ensemble member and a scout understudy. But Buzan will take the stage with Greg Kinnear, Chef's Kiss, Zaddy, um, after <laughs> Jeff Daniels <laughs> and Celia Keenan-Bulger uh, played their final performance January 2nd. So congrats to her. Go off, queen. You're a big To Kill a Mockingbird on Broadway fan, I know. I am a big Harper Lee's To Kill a Mockingbird, the classic book <laughs> fan. Yeah. And that's that's how I will stay. But I'm always happy for somebody to get a job. I don't yeah. know that I've seen Bays in anything. And I can't guarantee it will be in To Kill a Mockingbird. As much as I do love Greg Kinnear, and we have talked about on the show when he was officially cast... Who knows, though? Uh, stranger things have happened. It's 2022. Uh, if I want to take some of that optimism, maybe I'll go see To Kill a Mockingbird and hate every second of it. But again, nope. just happy for the jobs. You know what? She was on Chicago Fire. And oh, yeah. She's done some filming, and she's done a lot of regional theater. She was like, just I- in uh, Being the Ricardos, I think, wasn't she? Oh, I haven't, really? I haven't seen it yet, but I thought when I was uh, reading the news earlier, I had seen that. Listen, she went to Yale, so I'm jelly. Anyways, um, <laughs> congratulations. And uh, this is not how I'm going to see Greg Kinnear on stage either, but um, I... I am standing the fact that he is on a Broadway stage because I want, want that again. I just, <laughs> just I watched You've Got Mail because I did my whole Nora uh, Ephron. Of course. Of course. And <sighs> just him and You've Got Mail saying uh, thank you when he's like all flushed. <sighs> I, I'm sorry. This is it's, not that pod. This it's is not been that pod. a really long time <laughs> since I've seen it and I forgot he was in it, to be quite honest with you. I know you've seen it seven billion times. <laughs> 
just the sweetest. I mean, it's it's everything. It's the perfect to me. It's the best variation, and everyone will fight me on this. Of she loves me, Ooh, um, or yes. shop around the corner. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Um, I agree know, with you. I agree with you. You can watch it on Broadway HD, I think. Uh, the Roundabout I think Production. You still can. Yeah, I think yeah. you used to be able to watch it on Amazon too, but I'm pretty sure it's still on Broadway HD as well. Which, go to Broadway HD. They're not our sponsor. No one is this week, but. Well, go I'll ahead. say this. <laughs> I, I am, I am that person right now that is begging Broadway HD or someone to collaborate again with Roundabout Theater Company to make sure that they capture this Carolina yes, change. Yes, please. I think it deserves to. It, you guys, they did it with like, was it Holiday Inn and She Loves Me? And oh, they did I Holiday think, Inn. Yeah, they did She Loves yeah. Me. This this production is so incredibly special, and I think I think it absolutely is deserving of some some level of capture. So I'm I, either I'm, <laughs> I'm either seeing it later today on Tuesday night, or I'm seeing it for the Wednesday matinee. Finally, in its final week, immediately into the because theater. Yeah, it closes January 9th. This is not, I mean, this is not what we built into the show, but this is a plug because I highly recommend that you try to see this show before it closes on January 9th. See, there you go. We'll talk about it. Let's do a little episode about about it. it. Yeah. Okay, we're going to do a little special. So, um, Manhattan Theater Club, Skeleton Crew, though, if we're going to keep talking about Broadway, here we are. Mm -hmm. Uh, Skeleton Crew has canceled additional performances and pushed its opening night date for a second time due to COVID 19 cases within the company. Um, If you guys remember, like, you know, the Dominique Morisot play is currently in previews at the Samuel J. Friedman Theater. Uh, it, It is canceled through January 9th because they had previously canceled January 1st through the 6th. Right. And this is, you know, they kept delaying their first preview from December 21st, then December 27th, and then their opening night from January 12th to January 19th. And now they kind of have no opening night date set. It's right. really, I, I can't imagine how this feels like every show is going through a bunch of loops and, and hoops and whatnot. But, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, it, it sucks. But I'm also like, I know that they're doing it hopefully for the for the right reasons Definitely. for safety and, and not always just the, the dollar. <laughs> yeah, I think they've only had maybe three, two or three preview performances at this point. Yeah. I can't really remember. Like you said, it started December 27th after originally supposed to be the 21st and now uh, no opening night at this point. I'm sure they'll announce it as soon as they can. I think there's a yeah. lot of hesitation at the moment, obviously, because we don't know what the next few weeks are going to look like. And as Matt and I talked about on yesterday's show, like Mrs. Doubtfire has canceled the next nine weeks of performances because we expect the Omicron variant to take over the next two months of our lives. So really anything in the next two months, it's like shows opening. I'm sure we're going to see a lot of delays. I mean, we've got Music Man opening. We've got MJ opening. We're supposed to have this opening at some point. Uh, I'm sure we're going to see a lot more shows pushing back as far as when that will actually happen. Yeah, it's just, and, and speaking of, you know, coming back and, and all that back and forth. So Come From Away's at Twitter kind of announced when they would be returning. Mm-hmm. So this is what it said. Uh, we will see you back at the Schoenfeld on Friday. We are grateful to every single person who makes Come From Away on Broadway possible. So they had this little infographic that said they will resume Friday, January 7th, 2022 at the Schoenfeld Theater with special thanks to our remarkable company offstage and on uh, 
is because of your talents, dedication, compassion, and community that we will continue to welcome audiences to The Rock. I appreciate it. You know what I mean? Because yeah. um, so many other posts have been so sterile and being like, COVID-19 has yes. brought us to our knees. <laughs> bigger than... <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. COVID-19 in bigger font than the actual show name. Yeah. Right, 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 right. So that's some Broadway news that we don't get to focus on always. And I'm glad that we get to talk about it today. So Broadway mm-hmm. trumpet player Tino Gagliardi has been elected to a three-year term as president and executive director of the New York City Musicians Union, Local 802. The union, uh, of course, represents musicians on Broadway and other professional institutions in the city. And Tino has held the role before. So he was there from 2010 yeah, to 2018. Okay. And yeah, exactly. So this is he's done it. But like during that tenure, he led negotiations with all major musician contracts in New York City, Broadway, the Met, the Philharmonic, the ballet, like he knows what he's doing. Obviously, yeah, it's good yeah. that he's back. I'm hoping that this is a positive thing for people that, you know, uh, I am not a musician <laughs> in 802. So I hope so, because a lot of what I've heard over the last couple of years from 802 has not been great or even idealistic. So I am hoping for some good news for them. I'm hoping this is good news for them. I don't really know too much about Tino's run before, but mm-hmm. like you said, seems to know. <laughs> what he's doing so he played in jesus christ superstar so i think that's all you things. need to know that's all you need to know so let's move off broadway and off broadway news that directly affects my soul because i've been talking about it for literally like months yeah <laughs> um mcc theater announced new dates for the premiere of space dogs and a musical by van hughes and nick blameyer and the show was originally slated to begin previous january 11th but will now begin january 25th that's not a huge jump right but now they're opening night is set for February 13th. The musical will still play a limited engagement through March 6th of 2022, which is a really short run. But again, like I know that that's what they plan for. Anyways, off Broadway, it is what it is. Um, MCC executive director Blake West said in a statement, we have made this decision in conjunction with the creators to safeguard our team at this time and avoid disruption of the preview period. There are not currently any breakthrough infections on the production. You know, I, I appreciated the statement because it's, it's, I feel like people like Kevin McCollum and all these other people, they're mm-hmm. having to issue these like very clerical, like, yeah, this it's is like, why no, we're actually, doing it. <laughs> it's actually, none of us are sick. We're just, you know, doing what we have to smart. do. Yeah. But also, and I don't know, I'm sure you have an opinion on this. So I, I this is why I'm asking. Hmm. Um, I've, I've noticed a lot of the discourse has also been like, this is why we should have like, theater seasons because all these people are like going to be out of work for a couple of weeks and this is not the same as like the doubt fire hiatus of nine sure. weeks you know all those um like if you looked at the statement i know you guys discussed this already but you know saying that we're the the show has closed for that period and then we will rehire that means that their contracts are over they're having to rehire these people i don't even mm-hmm. know if those kids will all be kept you know that's it's just the like thing about specifically about mrs doubtfire and our dear friend robbie rizal tweeted at all social yeah. media platforms yesterday yeah. as far as these kids are gonna be in college by the time they finish well, basically their graduated. first year yeah yeah which is oh lord I, I feel so bad for everybody in these situations and it is very difficult to be like oh we should have seasons because then it implies that people are going to be out of work uh 
Well, you know, and people are out of work for indefinite amounts of time anyway, if Mm -hmm. you're an actor or a performer of any kind. But this is like a guaranteed amount of time that you're out. So unless there's like some kind of pay raise that corresponds with that for the time that they are actually like when the season is taking place, which I don't see happening. That's pretty much the only way that I could be like, yeah, we should have theater season is if people were getting paid more when the season was actually happening. But that is a very big if. Yeah, it's it's really, it's challenging. I see a million sides to it. I do not have the purse strings. I know mm-hmm. that this is all business. I, I'm i not, you know, immune to the fact that it is a business, guys. Like when people are like, well, that's, well, that's, that's mean to so-and-so and that's hard. And I'm like, yeah, there's no denying that. Also, this is a business. Yeah, like, that's true, work. So, um, yeah, I just want to, I am hoping that more statements like this don't cause a lot of people to panic, which I'm sure it already is, but... Um, oh, anyway, yeah, so- people are panicking all across the board on all levels, because it's either like, oh, people are sick within the company, and we have so many COVID tests coming up positive, which is, as we've already talked about, the case of what happens when you're testing like two to three to mm-hmm. four times a week. So, of course, you're going to get that level of, you know, that frequency of positives because they're actually doing testing, or they're freaking out on the other side. And, and both of these are rightfully so, or at least yeah. partially rightly so. Uh, the other side being that, you know, we're just going to be out of work for a while regardless because no theater is happening. And that's kind of where we're shifting to more than all of December seem to be the former of we have so many tests. I think people are kind of, it's clicking now that everybody on earth has had COVID, myself included in that time, mm-hmm. uh, that you know, tests, all these positives are coming up because we've had so many tests happening because everyone is sick and everyone is needing to get tested again. Now we're kind of moving to that. Oh, everyone is sick and we all need to get tested. And therefore maybe we shouldn't be on stages at this point. I just, um, you know, we, we want everyone's uh, safety and consideration. And also we yeah. want every, we will, we want the longevity of We don't want to have to shut down for a year again. Right. So however oh, we can do that, Please. that's the goal. Yeah. We don't even want to end it. No. Sorry, I even put it into the no. year. Yeah. <laughs> We uh, at the show, and I'm I'm apologizing if you guys. I don't think you guys already talked about this. No, um, no. We we're really saddened to learn of the uh, the fact that the father of late playwright and composer Jonathan Larson, Alan Larson, passed away. Um, Alan, along with his late wife uh, Nanette and daughter Julie, created the Jonathan Larson Performing Arts Foundation uh, following the playwright's death in 1996, and they've allowed so many grants for MT composers, lyric- yeah. lyricists, and book writers. And in 2008. Eight, the American Theater Wing took that over and continues to give out Jonathan Larson grants. But he was such a proponent <sighs> for the arts, and um, this is such a sad loss. I saw Lin Manuel's tweet about the yeah, whole thing, yeah. and he announced it, and I was just like, "Gosh, you know, these this whole family has really carried on this legacy." And so, I really appreciate all the words that people have shared on the internet uh, about this man. So. Yeah, I think he had technically passed away right before Christmas. I think that's yeah. what was in Lin's tweet, and then the broad theater publications got to it after Christmas when it was officially announced, maybe on like the 29th or the 30th. Um, and Playbill posted it on Monday. So we're kind of seeing this ripple of news. But yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it's 
It's amazing to see something like this, someone like Alan Larson and, as you mentioned, Nanette and Julie Larson, who have carried on the legacy of their son or brother for so long and created just this incredible program that has helped launch so many other careers. Like, you think about legacy and you think about Jonathan Larson's legacy, which we've talked about very recently and talking about Tick, Tick, Boom. There's also the legacy of Alan Larson and helping to carry that on and create this new wave. And that's just really touching all across the board. Yeah. So we are thoughts are obviously with that family, but also like remembering these people is is so important and great. So thank you for for sharing Mm -hmm. all that with us. Uh, and a feel-good recommendation to end the show, We, uh, you can watch three-time Tony Honoré, Cheetah Rivera, three-time uh, Cheetah Rivera <laughs> host United in Song Celebrating the American Dream, which premiered on PBS December 31st. However, now you can watch it, so hello. Uh, the concert includes performances uh, by Tony Winner, and um, let's just face it, why aren't you playing my mom in something? Leah Salonga. <laughs> Correct. I co-signed that for you. <laughs> when are we doing Fun Home? Anyways. Oh my god, um, Yes. <laughs> Make it happen. Paolo uh, Jot is also in it. Drew Galing, who, you know, I've, how many times have I seen you in Waitress? One million? Sure. <laughs> uh, Grammy winner Judy Collins and Sandy Patty and Grammy nominees Deborah Cox. And then, like, literally a whole host of other people. So, honestly, I will Love be it. watching this. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, same. Of course. Thanks. I think they do it every year at this point. I know they mm-hmm. at least did the year before. Um, and then I've lost track of all time, clearly, before those two years. So... Gotta watch it. Gotta watch boom, boom, it. Boom. boom, boom, boom. Boom, 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 baby. This was our this was our first show together of 2022. I hope we have the same energy and optimism for the we rest won't. of the year. <laughs> we won't, but hey, uh, you're sticking with you, kid. Listen, fuck around and find out. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram on Broadway Radio. And don't forget about our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Broadway Radio. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok at It's Grace Aki. Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, This Is Ashley. Thank you guys so much. We will see you tomorrow. 